Oh, man. We back at it again, man. The TikTok LML Podcast. Episode 14. Coming to you live. Oh, man. Hey, we back at it, man. Episode 14, man. We getting this thing moving. We at season five. We've attacked anything EA can give us. You know, CFM, you know, the cloud not working, keeping us locked out. Um... The, the game's not recording, but coming back. I mean, just so much crap, man. But it's season five, we feel really well. And we're not pushing the league along. Like, you know how some CFMs, man, they'll uh, just kind of keep advancing no matter what. And, and when, I, when I say that, like, even if activity is low, they're going to keep advancing. They're going to put in the force wins. They're going to make it sim. Just to get a perception that the league is still going well. We're not doing that here, man. We legit be having... 80 to 90% of the game's done before the 25 posts even drop. I mean, put that in perspective that guys are giving you crazy activity, scheduling their games before we even have to drop the 25-hour post. And this is in a 48-hour advanced league. Um, so shout out to y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? For giving y'all time and effort. Like I always say, man, if you are getting tired, fatigued, worn down, you know, with Madden, let me know. And uh, we can we can get a guy in to replace you so you don't bog yourself down and put you know put some bad stuff on your name by saying oh this guy just gave a fuck you know he ran away he didn't care you just kind of step down everybody has some things going on in life and we understand that for me you know me I'm, I'm gonna ride this thing out till the wheels fall off because I'm just a Madden guy but uh, for everybody else man like I said before if you if you're getting fatigued if you're getting tired you know just hit me up and uh, we'll help we'll help you out. And we won't, uh, you know, put you on a list that you can't come back or something for the next one. And the next one is a journey in itself that I talked about in the last podcast. You know, who knows what we're going to do next season. Um, Madden should drop. It's going to drop on PS4 regardless. It should because it's so many months before November hits anyway. They're probably just going to revamp and redrop the same one for PS5. How many people going to get PS5 in November? You know, I know I plan to get it. So I'll have a four still, too. So maybe we still rock if anybody, everybody got a four. We can still rock Madden, you know what I'm saying? When you get your five, I wouldn't really put a league on five because it's probably going to be a lot of crap going on with that. Uh, but it'll probably be the next year that we'll really have to hit the ground running with things. So we're going to devise a plan and things of that nature, man, to uh, give people something to do, whether it's tournament play on four, you know, just kind of do tournament games. Um, just, you know, just for shits and giggles and for, and for bullshit talk. Or just basically stream your labs, you know, stream, just stream stuff so people can see, see some kind of fucking content. But either way, man, you know, that's, that's down the road stuff. And, and, uh, like I said, right now, man, LML's in a good place, man. I'm excited about everybody. I'm excited about what we're doing. I'm excited about where we're headed. Uh, LML times is, I'm trying to get some material cooked up for that right now. The podcast dropped a post yesterday. Nobody really wanted to hear anything. So, um, I don't like to tag people on this post. I just kind of like to wing it. Like I told you before, I'll transition these podcasts to be more of a let's chop it up and talk and do what we do, man. And uh, that's what it's all about. So anyway, man, I want to uh, take a brief break. I'll be right back with some surprises, some disappointments and some expectations. Back in the saddle, man, let's talk about it. some good things, man. Like I said, I address what LML gives us, man, a different different vibe. You know, it gives you a different passion. It gives us a different fight. Comp level is is. It's wild, man. You know, it's wild. And um, I think we go into that by just saying every week, man, people said it. The rhetoric has always been the same. Every week you got to play like it's a playoff game. You know, if you try to take some weeks off, you can find yourself not being the place you want to be. I wanted to take this podcast to address a few teams, man. So, you know, some things I'm excited about in regard to them and, and what they're doing and what my opinions on them are as far as, um, 
uh, uh, people doing well, people not doing well in, in the disappointments. So um, it's definitely um, exciting times in LML season five. We're rolling well. We're at week five currently. Um, and it's 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 anything's possible. When I say any, anything is possible with how the results can go. Um, but before I get into that, let me just address the new upcoming epidemic in, in, in LML. It used to be, man, I don't want to snitch on you because I don't want to be called a snitch, but now people are getting more confident in their ability to uh, send in evidence. A lot of people don't know. We get a lot of evidence in, into the box. Um, a lot of people that say they don't tell, do tell. And and, and it, I don't want it to become like a snitching thing. You know, like I get it, but at the end of the day, I think you need to hold people accountable. And our job as admins remain unbiased, unemotional, and, and fair. And if you send that information, then we'll go with it. If I'm watching a stream and I see you do something, I won't strike you for it. I need that user that you're playing to say, you know what, this guy wronged me. Does that make sense? So if you ever ever think about that, when things happen, um, you need to uh, understand that when we have to do something, it is because evidence is submitted and it only can be submitted by your, your opponent. So do right by that opponent, man. You know, have some integrity, have some have some respect for them. those guys. The rules are very easy to follow. I mean, very easy to follow. So just do it. But let's say you want to go rogue, man. Let's say you want to make a statement. You know, we always joke around. Guys on pace say, you know, when I play this dude, I'm catching the strike. Hey, man, you know, and, and you know what the strike is. The first strike is suspension of players. Um, the second strike is a forced loss. Third strike is out the league. You know, so, and that's in one season. These strikes don't roll over, so you don't have to worry about that. So if you play your numbers right, you can just, you know, take a couple of suspensions, man, every season and, and, and prove a point to somebody, right? But at the end of the day, man, you know, it doesn't, it's more time consuming for me to have to write it up. You know, let's figure out the people, look at the evidence, write down the evidence. So, um, but needless to say, no matter what, if somebody is doing something they're not supposed to be doing in this league, please submit evidence to me. You know, please submit evidence to the admin so we can handle it. Because there may be somebody here that's down, that's lurking, that's really not following the rules, but is not getting told on. And uh, I'll use an example. Uh, we always have to use Quinn because he does so much stuff. Quinn may try to score only two minutes, but he may get away with it because the guy doesn't submit on him. You know what I mean? But there's those those kind of tactics, just in general, if a person may do that kind of behavior. I'm not saying he does that, but does that kind of behavior that we need to blow the whistle on and, you know, so we can hold it all accountable. Because if you're going to follow the rules, your opponent should follow the rules. You know, it's kind of like the philosophy of me and you got the same job, but I don't do no work and you do all the work and we still get paid the same. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, protect your brand, protect, protect, protect what's going on. I, I think it's I think it's good entertainment for people. You know, when you see guys uh, have to defend themselves and say, oh, you know what? I did fuck up. Or some people stand on it and say, you know, what? I chose to do that. So either way, man, um, that's I just want to address that topic extremely briefly. And uh, anyway, let's get to a couple things, man. And I know we got we're on a good little time rank, but um, teams doing well right now. Teams are doing really well, and uh, we're going to address that topic first, the teams that are doing well. Then we'll take a break, and then we'll talk about the teams that aren't doing well, and then we'll talk about what I expect from these teams that I'm going to mention and talk about. Um, while the middle core is still in the pack, um, I'm excited, man. I think LML, we may be on a good track to have another new Super Bowl champion. Winners win, winners win, winners win, winners win, win, win. And fighters, they keep fighting, man. No matter if they get knocked down, if they, they trip, if they uh, miss a punch, they keep fighting, they keep swinging. These are a couple guys, man, that are going to keep swinging, man, going to keep coming at you hard. Um, yes, a lot could be said about maybe their competition they've played so far. But at the end of the day, you don't get to pick your schedule. Your schedule gets picked for you. Your job is to pick your plays come, and actually execute your plays and win your games. 
First off, let's talk about the best team in the league right now, statistically, um, to a degree, and record-wise. That'd be the L.A. Chargers, man. L.A. Chargers have been a team up and down, been in the headlines, makes a lot of noise. Coach makes a lot of noise. is very public. Um, and kind of right now, he's chilling. He's chilling right now, but he's doing really well. They're 4-0, led by Drake. Drake, if people don't know, is the MVP uh, front runner. He'll, he'll most likely win it. It's probably in, his, it's in the bag for him. He's averaging about 25, 30 carries a game, minimum 350 yards, minimum. Um, he's won player of the week every, every week since week one. Um, it has been a dynamo effect by him doing what he's doing. The Chargers really rest. They, their whole team rests on the soul of that running game. Um, as you've seen, statistically, they, they are not a great passing team at all. Um, they're going to come out and hand that ball off, and there's no secret about it. And what happens is when you know you're not good at something particular, be good at something else particular, and do it well. And he's doing it really well. He's smart enough to get guys on the outside that can hold blocks and that can do what he likes to do. And he really plays an extremely good game, and he deserves the credit to be the number one team in the league currently at week five. And like I said, they're running through people. Um, The one critique you may be be able to say is, well, he hasn't played a strong opponent yet, Um, but he's played some good rosters. He played the Chiefs roster, which is really good. Uh, Other than that, yes, he's had a couple games where he can kind of build up some stats, but he's doing really well. He's playing well. You kind of saw where he's at. Last year in the offseason and last in the um in the postseason when he played took the Patriots to overtime. You know, that run game, if he understands he can lean on that run game, and it's something that he's been doing for the last three, four seasons, building up some running backs. So good on him, man. And uh excited to see what they do moving forward, man. Their schedule is not hard. I think we looked at the schedule, it's really not hard. Uh he should he should he should lock up the number one and number two seed in the AFC, honestly, if he just does his job. I think for him it's gonna be when he gets to the postseason, who does he have to play, who does he match up against you know, does he play guys that can defend the run well? That's going to really show um, what he what, what he's what, what he's made of. But overall, man, um, I think that that team is soaring well. If they just stay healthy, man, <laughs> the positives are endless. So credit to the Chargers, man, doing an excellent job with that team, sitting at four zero, number one team in the league right now, man, by that bully ball concept. And I love I love watching cats bully ball. Next up, we got the Cowboys, man. Cowboys sitting at four zero as well. Cowboys are like. Um, the most interesting team in the league because they were at the top dominating the first couple of seasons that they fell off the map and their postseason success hasn't been great, but they've played well. They've had potential to win Super Bowls, but haven't. But Coach Tuck has found some magic with Cam Newton. He's got a couple unknown guys on his roster that are really playing well. Took one of one of one of one of game against the Giants, man. A really bad, a really hard division. The Giants, Redskins, and them and them have made a tough division uh, in that e- in that NFC East. He just won a game. and He sits at four and zero right now. And in that division, in that conference, you have to win games. We saw that last year with the Buccaneers, man. You have to win games. You cannot afford to drop games. So every game matters. And he sits at four and zero, man, looking really well. A defense that plays opportunistic. Two dynamo cornerbacks, man, that can really shut down a field. A great middle linebacker. I know Thank Vander just got hurt. So they're going to have to overcome an injury concern thing moving forward. I think the schedule does get a little tougher with San Fran on the docket. Washington still down the pipe. Risk uh, the Giants again. But overall, man, they're looking good. Uh, playing well. So we'll see what Dallas does right now to sit there at the top of the, the, top of the league. The Jacksonville Jaguars, man, were surging. They had a, a, a rivalry game over since against the Colts, uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, ended up getting a dub, but did, did lose some players to suspension, but still took the Panthers down to the wire. The Panthers are a hot and cold team, and they were hot against Jacksonville. We know one thing Jacksonville's going to bring to the table is defense. Defense, defense, defense. They're really good at stopping the run. This is a team I was talking about with the Chargers, man. It's going to be really interesting to see how the the Jacksonville Jaguars play against them. I want to see that matchup because the defenses are really well built. But um, 
offensively, they're kind of in the same boat. So those are two teams that kind of remind me of each other in a sense. But uh, we'll see who, who plays better. You know, we got a lot of man defense on one side, a lot of blitzing on one side, more zone-oriented, more pressure-oriented. I mean, it's, it's a lot of good things. So, But the Jaguars look really good, man. They're playing really tough football. This is in the post-era of Tevin Coleman being gone, being out in Minnesota. And everything looks right, man. Luis Lopez has been shocking the league since he got in by shipping Ramsey out for a paper cup and some rocks. But he has made those paper cup and rocks into uh, a building and, and, and a plane. And, <laughs> and more cap, and he's developed hella players. So you don't ever, don't ever deny, uh, don't ever, you know, disrespect a guy's uh, tendencies, man. Especially if he's doing what he's doing. So build as you want, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ravens City four zero, man. Not gonna talk about the Ravens much, man. As you know, we are playing really good football. I think for us, the big thing right now is we've beat two great teams on our schedule. We've had a real hard schedule. Um, we had to take down a, a, a Texas team. It's a playoff playoff caliber team. Every, uh, we've had to take down the Patriots, the defending champs, another playoff caliber team. Uh, I think that was his first loss since he just went undefeated last year. Um, then we had to take down the 49ers, a team that's been to the Super Bowl twice. Nobody else has been able to say that. They've been to the Super Bowl twice, and he is that. He, he can say that. So right now, man, it's interesting to say, uh, you know, for us, we're playing well, but we got a lot of work to do. So. Next up is the Falcons, man. Dawson's got his Falcons screaming, man, down the stretch. <laughs> I'm just playing. Hey, look, man, everybody loves stretch. Stretch is the home run run of a lot of guys, man. So I'm not going to focus on two or three guys, man. But there are guys that like to run a stretch. I will tell you, if you can stop the stretch, you can beat a lot of people in this league. Uh, you can beat a lot of people in Madden. But these guys are not just stretch guys. You know, there's Dawson has a really good passing attack. He, he hits you with a lot of crossing uh uh, concepts. He has a really good vertical concept as well with some of the receivers he has. Moving out, Julio, man. We'll see what he's got planned. Tyree Jackson still in the bucket doing what he's doing. Fuck it. And uh, we'll see, man. So Falcons in the 3-1, really good. Now we got Washington. Ronnie shocked the league last year coming in, doing what he's doing, took the number one seed, NFC Championship, did faltered against the, the 49ers, but he's back for another attack, man. He's he's not here for fun. He's here to to, to cause havoc. And he's 3-0 right now with these Redskins and like I said, one of the hardest divisions in LML that, that him, Andrew, and Tuck have made. And it's it's crazy watching these guys ball out, man. 3-0 the Redskins are. They play tough defense. They play tough defense. They play a good offense. Ronnie will be very opportunistic to throw the ball. He'll also establish the run. A very balanced game plan. And we'll see how they move going forward. But right now, it's a team you can't sleep on, man. Between him and the Cowboys, that's a game I would love to see live um, if they ever bless us with that. But like I said, man, we just got to hope right now they're the last game. So it's guaranteed. Final, man. Oh, the docket, the Patriots, man. The Patriots are going to round up this top, these top teams, man, at 3-1. and one. We know there's more teams that are out there at the 3-1 and one level and other things. But the Patriots, man, are always going to be around no matter what. Uh, Quinn's going to be very aggressive. He's going to bully a lot of people. His division is not the strongest division as he has two teams that are 0-4 in his division. But that's irrelevant. Well, actually, he has two teams that are 0-4, one team that's 0-5 in his division. And, but that's not that's not relevant at all. He's very competitive. He'll, he can play outside the division. He can play within the division. And right now, we'll see what's going on. So that's how it rounds out the guys that are doing the most successful, the guys I like. We're going to be right back at you, man, to talk about the disappointments, man. The guys that I really thought were going to do better but aren't. But, hey, it's just the first quarter season. There's a lot of time left. Woe is me who woes himself, who sits atop the shelf. Who falls and has no help for himself. Man, that, that sounds good. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just made that shit up. Anyway, man, back at you, man, with the disappointments of LML, season five, first quarter of the season. <sighs> it's tough, man. Tough, 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 tough. Anyway, man, you know, 
a winner a winner day keeps the doctor away, man. You got four quarters in the season. You, your job is to get one win every quarter. One win every quarter can keep you safe, but that does not mean things don't stop. Um, we have to highlight a division that's very disappointing to me, not because it's um, – uh, I made a mistake earlier, too. It's only two, two, two teams. Anyway, but uh, uh, a division that we're going to start off with is the AFC East. AFC East is not performing uh, to the uh, the the liking that I think most people would. Anton Young, man, um, is 0-4 right now, and he just came off a playoff season uh, with the New York Jets. He's doing an aggressive rebuild, but he's also lost some close games. So he, right now he's just 0-4. I do think that's a mirage. I think he will definitely get his record better. Um, but very disappointing for a guy I really had a high expectations for this season. You can't afford to drop that many games, but blessings up that um, you know if you you can turn around. You know you can you can still do a lot of damage in this in these next three quarters of the season. So right now, 0-4 is very shocking for this Jets team. Like I said, just went out, just just was in the playoffs uh, a, a, a week ago. So we'll see how he does season five. Next up, we talk about the Bengals, man. 0-4 as well. Um, coming out the NFC, the AFC North. Rich is a very competitive player. Um, he has a scheme that I think is definitely inducive to more a mobile quarterback. He's definitely done well with Fry in that position. But there's some other things that he's bogged down. I know he did the he did the Ross deal. I don't know. He probably he may have been able to get more off the table for Ross instead of where he sent him. Uh, I think he wants to add more defensive help. He's going to need more offensive help. I think he wants a quarterback that probably fits him better. I mean, Fry does well for him. He does everything he needs to do. So I don't know what it is exactly. Um, as far as what's the what's the hold up for those Bengals. But overall, I mean, I'm sure he's got a plan going. Moving out, Rouse, who is a, a guy that most of the league wanted. I mean, he could have really he really could have done a lot with his with his trades, depending on I guess I don't know how those things really work in his inbox, but uh we'll see how he goes too. He's another guy that sits at 0-4 with a lot of user talent, man, but just really hasn't made to put it on put it on put it on his show in LML, man, since he got in from the from the lab when he was one of those top guys in the lab. Uh, but hey, man, good luck to him moving forward, man. Like I said, it's very disappointing because you know you got really talented users that, uh, and I'm a big believer in, man. You can make a team be competitive, especially when you've had them for two to three seasons, man. They should be able to start to move to your identity, so you can do what you want to do. But like I said, he's a really good user. Um, he can shock anybody. If you ever play the Bengals and the Jets accordingly, don't don't sleep on them, man, because they can definitely beat you. So don't let the record fool you. It's not really uh, a true description of their talent. Uh, we'll follow next on with Jacory, man. Jacory has been. Big Red is what we call him out in the streets, right? Big Red, man, Mr. Nine to Five. We 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 give him hell. Um, LML is 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 a top top tier league. Jacoy's been with us for a while. His schedule has been better. He has a schedule that's funny. We all make light of it, but uh, he's a really competitive user. Um, when he was when his back was to the wall this last off season, he 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 won his game. He won his ex game, and he continues to push on and move forward. Right now, he's sitting at zero and four. He's got to find some things and fix some things with that roster. He's he made some moves that are probably very questionable. I'm still shocked to this day that he gave up Russell Wilson. It makes no sense to me why he gave up Russell Wilson. He likes to throw the ball, which made no sense to me why he chased Deion Jones. I had no idea why he did that maneuver, but that was his prerogative. It seems this team's been struggling since then, man. Last year, you know, they had a bunch of sims and force wins that kind of catapulted them. He did win some very crucial games that helped him as well. He missed the playoffs by one game. But overall, man, he's been kind of struggling since that major move that really destroyed his team the first couple seasons. He's got talent on his roster. He's got to figure out how he's going to use that talent. We know what he does. He's going to stick to it. And uh, hopefully it works out for him. And I'm saying he's very competitive within a lot of the element, a lot of the league ranks and 
And even in here, he's very competitive. So he's another guy that the record truly doesn't show his skill set. I just got to see him do better, man. The Eagles sit at 0-4. The Bills sit at 0-5. JT McComas and Chase Mims are in a very interesting situation. These guys are new to us. They have not won a single game since they've been in LML, since they got in last season, midseason. They're going to have a lot in store for them. I mean, they have to win four games. If not, they're going to be playing the bubble game. So the good thing about the LML and, and how we got this thing going, man, competition, you know, breeds competition. And a lot of guys, you know, want to be here and they got to figure out if their skill set is uh, competitive enough to be here. And we have a process to vet that system. These are two guys that are really decent users, man. Not bad users at all. Going to have to figure out what they're going to do. Chase Mims has a hard road ahead of him with the division he's in. JT McComas is doing a lot better. Um, but even this Chase Mims is doing a lot better. He, he had a really good game. Uh, this last game, he's playing better. He's got limited turnovers. They both got limited turnovers. They both had to play better defense. They got to stop people from scoring because they've been able to show the ability to put up points, but they got to they gotta stop scoring. Right now, that Philly team is feeling good. They got a young quarterback in Croft who's the number one pick in the draft. They got a wide receiver in Roman. They got a decent running back. They got some decent pieces that can definitely be built and molded. But like I said, in that division, it's, it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. You have to play turnover free if you want to win games in that division. You got to play smart. If you're not playing smart, you, you don't stand a chance against the Redskins, the Giants, or the Cowboys. With the Bills, man, that roster is incredible. They have a really great roster. So right now, it's just about JT McComas figuring out how to use that roster. I mean, he's got X-Men. He's got superstars. Really no complaints, man. He's got a great quarterback, a great running back, multiple great receivers. He's got great defensive backs. He's got good line. He's got everything he needs. So for him, it's just about he needs to apply his skill set and get it down because 0-5 is not good enough for gunman work. But that's a team that I'm telling you, the wait list is iron because that Bills team is really good. So we'll see what McComas does, man. Like I said, he's not a bad user. He had a really good record over there at the lab when the lab was um, filtering into this. And um, so, I mean, I will see how he does, man. I know his division is tough, but he's been in some close games. He's lost some close games. So, like I said, he's another guy, like I said before. A lot of these guys, their record truly doesn't describe their skill set. Um, LML's just tough, man. It's tough as nails. The first quarter, people can panic. The first quarter, people can assume. But right now, I say, let's buckle down, man. We'll see what happens at the second half of the season, man. I think these guys are going to be really competitive. We'll follow in. We're talking about the Lions and the Vikings. These are two of the one-win teams. Um, like I said, there are other teams that are struggling. But this NFC North is hilarious, man. Between the Lions, the Vikings, the Bears, the, the Packers. The, the Bears finally took off last year. The Vikings have been kind of the top. The Lions have been there and there erratically. The Packers speak a lot, but he's got to show up on the field to really, really shut people up. Um... But the you know the Lions were have been, were a playoff team when Monte first got in here, and now he's one and three. He just lost humongously to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a rainy game that he probably should have ran the ball more. He's had some great players in house that he moved out. Uh, I, I assume he still regrets moving Drake out to to New Orleans, to to Tennessee. I mean, I'm just thinking about he had a great running back in 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 his pocket that I'm sure would have done a lot for him in this in this league and especially in that division. But he's got another one that you know on, on Docky. He's got uh, a decent quarterback. He's got He's got a great wide receiver. He's got a good defense. So there's some things he's really got to fix. But all those trades he made in the offseason right now, he's definitely got to make it work. You know, going out and getting giving all that youth up for these these guys, he's got to make it pan out. So one and three right now to start the quarter is tough, but I think he'll be fine moving forward. The Vikings sit at one and four, coming off another loss to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, big win over Seattle. But other than that, man, he's um he, he's struggling as well. We know that his roster's been up and down. When Jalen first moved into Minnesota, they had a decent roster, but Jalen does Jalen things, and Jalen will always want to flip the identity and make it what he is. He has a mantra that is that is heard around the world. Anybody can be traded. Everybody has a price. Nobody is untouchable, and that's what makes Jalen Jalen. So he's he, he'll live by that and die by that, but at the end of the day, he'll be competitive enough, I believe, 
to get four wins no matter what. But at the end of the day, um, this is something to keep in mind on. Like, man, the Vikings really had, you know, a lot of Hunter, you know, a, a grip, like a, some great players. But he's he's done well getting guys back in the book. Um, he did say he's going to be more explosive with the offense this season. Uh, Andrew Luck is now healthy, I believe. So that's going to be a big, big, big thing for him as well. So we'll see how he does moving forward. And, uh, man, those are my disappointments, man. Those teams, man, sitting at Owens and, and one wins. And you got some guys that won the playoffs last year. A couple guys won the playoffs a couple years ago. You got to play good, man. You got to be more consistent. You got to you gotta play turnover free. You got to play smart. Um, got to get four wins. So for all you guys, good luck, man. Four wins is the key. Four wins is the goal, man. Woo! Last but not least, man. Expectations. Predictions. What ifs. Coulda, woulda, shouldas. What I think is going to happen. Um, spitting off the side of the hip, I guess, man. Not knowing the schedule for everybody. Uh, what do I believe is going to go well? I kind of talked about it earlier, man. I believe that Corey and those charges, man, can can really lock up a one or two seed this season. I think he's the head honcho in that AFC West division. He's done extremely well over there. He's bullying the hell out of all those guys. He's played Oakland. He's played Denver. He's played the Chiefs, and he's beat them all uh, on the first time. They got to split with them. They want to make any ground. I don't think they will. I think Drake is too much for them. I don't think they they they're gonna be able to slow Drake down. I think the only thing to slow Drake down this season is not a team, but an injury. Other than that, he's like I said, he's the front runner for MVP by a landslide because they're not they're not. There's no they they ain't playing around with y'all. They ain't playing around the league, man. They are gonna hand that ball off and they're gonna let they they bell cow do what he do. And ain't nothing wrong with that. So um, I do believe that the Chargers are the favorite. I think they're gonna be either the top number one seed or number two seed. I think because of their schedule. Locking the Chargers for the number one seed in the league. I think they have the ability to go fifteen and one this this season. Fifteen and one. Um, that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going for, man. I think the Chargers are, are, are that good this season, man. They're playing really good football. Got a really good defense. They're playing opportunistic on the defensive side. They're bullying the hell out of people. Playing turnover free, which is key. Um, the key for them is don't throw the ball. I know when they do throw the ball, it's been kind of erratic, but they can throw the ball. But I think that lean on that run game is key, man. So Chargers, to me, are a team that I see being the number one seed. And I can see going back to the AFC Championship. And I can see winning the AFC Championship and possibly even being in the Super Bowl. So that's the team that I got picked right now for the for the AFC side, man. I think the Chargers are doing really well at the quarter season mark. Chargers would be my pick. A team that's played really competitive. Um, their schedule's a little light in the ass. But at the end of the day, I think that uh, they still got some really competitive users over there. So just seeing what they do and how he transforms and how they continue to mold, I think with the stats they're putting up, they 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 not they not here for games man they not here they not here for likes and dislikes they here to win games and they're here to like I said remain competitive and um, they trying to get to a Super Bowl and they, they, that's what they're saying so um, on the on 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 the flip side of it I think Jacksonville is still lurking emerging they're a team that will sh- that is going to be scary you got the Ravens down there they're always a little up there the Patriots are always up there there's a couple other teams in the AFC that are really lurking around too so but right now that'd be my number one pick for the for the AFC side for the NFC side this is when it gets really interesting because the NFC side is is a is a division that the Cowboys sitting at 4 and 0 the Redskins at 3 and 0 you know the 49ers are kind of having a downtime the Fox have it's 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 the same bucket right so you got to really man Reach down and see who's really going to do it, man. Do I believe the Tuck and the Cowboys are generally going to be able to dominate through the playoffs? I don't think they'll be able to dominate through the playoffs. But I think they do have an element of their game that nobody else has on that side of the football. If he lets, you know, his guys play, if he coaches them how he's coaching them, if he divides the game plan, they got to worry about stopping the run when they got to play carry and when they got to play, you know, ball, when they got to play the uh, Falcons and, and a couple other teams like Tampa. But, I mean, that's a, it's a, they're a good team. Um 
The Falcons, though, have a lot of good athletes on their side of the ball. I think that they're still missing a couple pieces on the defensive side. Yes, they got Hoover and all those other good things, but I, I still think the Falcons are missing something. I know they're very competitive, but do they have enough juice to topple, you know, those that Redskins team, that Cowboys team, that 49ers team? We don't know. I mean, we've seen these come up short the last couple seasons in the postseason. And, of course, carrying this 49ers, man, coming off a big loss to the, to the Ravens. But, I mean, this team is still as advertised on paper, one of the best teams in the NFC they are coached well. If they don't turn the ball over, they're going to do really well. For him, it's about defense, knuckling up and stopping guys, which they're going to do uh, eight out of ten times, most likely. So you can't sleep on him as well. Will he return back to the Super Bowl? I do not know. But I'm going to take a gamble, man, and, and I'm, going to, I'm going to take a leap of faith here. And I believe that, uh, you know, as much as I want to see the Cowboys because he's done some great things, I think that his division is going to come down to whoever takes his division is going to be the, the number one kicker. So let's just go and say him and Ronnie are fighting for this number one seed, number two seed, whatever it's going to be. Their game is going to be really crucial. Um, we saw that game in Washington's kind of erratic. We'll see what happens. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Cowboys take the first game against the Redskins. Redskins take the second game against the, Reds, uh, the uh, Cowboys. They split better division record. Better division records, some struggles, some wins, some complaints. Ronnie comes out on top again. Ronnie becomes the number one seed for the NFC again. But the Cowboys sneak in as a fifth seed. The Cowboys, they beat them in the playoffs. The Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl. The Cowboys charge the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's an early prediction from us, man. Quarter of the season, man. Um, you know, I, like I said, at the end of the day, it could be anybody, man. But why am I pushing for that? I want to see a Cowboys charge the Super Bowl. Even the Redskins, it doesn't matter. I want to see new guys, new blood in the Super Bowl because what that tells us is we have a league that we can provide comp at a level that nobody, nobody's out there putting out, man. you Anybody can win here. That's what it is. Anything is possible in LML. These are all pipe dreams at the end of the day, man. I can write this stuff up. I can say it again a different way. I can tell you what's going to happen. We already know a lot of guys in the head only worried about a couple guys. They worried about the Patriots, who are always going to be at the top. Patriots are guaranteed to be the AFC Championships. A lot of people think in their head, somebody's got to beat that script. We saw Denver do it season one. We saw Jacksonville do it. We saw the Chiefs do it. Somebody has to flip the script on those guys. Same thing with carry out the NFC, who has dominated the NFC. He did it from the wild card last season. I mean, it's, it's somebody's got to change the game. So as we make our projections from our desk and our offices and our, and, our, and our couches, it's just projections. At the end of the day, the guys on the field are going to really speak volumes. And what I do know is that NFC East is tough. And I, I cannot wait to see when the Redskins and Cowboys meet up. It is going to be fireworks on the field. When the Giants meet up with these guys, it's going to be fireworks on the field. This division is must-watch TV. <sighs> Good old NFC East. But hey, man. That's it for episode 14, man. We could talk about a lot of stuff all day, but, you know, I don't want to keep you going too long. I appreciate each and every one of y'all that, that took this ride with us this morning on an early Saturday LML podcast. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Episode 14 is in the box.